0: So those of you who follow my Quiet Mind Astrology podcast know that we're going through a major time of revolution right now. Saturn and Pluto together in Capricorn hasn't happened since the American Revolution, and it's happening again now, 1776, 2020, right? So it's a major time of transformation and revolution, and we're seeing it play out, and it's not going to be over anytime too soon. But what we can do And what we can control is where we choose to put our attention and energy, how we can choose to help and support our allies and friends and partners and families. And yoga has stood the test of time. Meditation has been around for 2,000, 3,000 plus years through every major societal change and upheaval and revolution. And the practices have stood the test of time. And that's why I keep coming back to them because they work and they can help us recenter and connect to what's most important to us so we can be a channel of service to others. And that's my intention, to continue to offer ways for us to use these practices to recenter, to connect to ourselves and our source, and see that in others as well, and see how we can serve and uplift and support them as they go through their own processes. And we all have our roles to play, and I, I'm not an expert in race relations, and I've done my best to become aware of my privilege as a white male in America, and I'm very fortunate that I grew up in what was considered an all nations school, where I got to experience all different cultures all throughout my youth in St. Paul, Minnesota, actually, just down the street from where everything happened with George Floyd. And I want to encourage you, if you have time, just a minute today. Really, this is, I think, very important to go to justiceforbigfloyd.com and just sign the petition. Right, just takes a moment, and it will do a part, do your part or some part, to help and contribute to this man receiving the justice he deserves for the completely unconscionable and unnecessary act and, and violence committed against him that we're seeing now reflected all across America. The frustration has welled up and I totally understand that and there needs to be change and there needs to be uh, leadership in this and I'm listening to the voices of the people who are most affected by this in the black communities and I'm doing my best to listen and support and just be of service to them, right? Because I, I, that's not my lived experience. I don't know what it's like. I can't speak to that, but I can speak to I'm here to support and do my best to listen and I'll share links like this, I'll donate, I'll give time and energy. Uh, but it's so important and critical, I feel, to to be centered first, to to not wake up and look at the news right away, and not wake up in fear or anger and anxiety, but just to, to center and be okay, I'm going to be a channel and how can I be of service to others? And I often think of Dr. MLK Jr., this somebody who I was I studied a lot as a kid and actually One of my earliest memories is writing a speech about him in first grade. That was something uh, I got to go to some sort of event and and do this speech. It always stuck out in my memory. MLK was always a huge influence to me. And one of his quotes I come back to a lot is, life's most pressing question is, what are we doing to serve others? So I think of my yoga practice as a way not to escape not to transcend, not to get above and beyond, to become love and light, but to connect within so I can be a clear channel and vessel of service to others. And as a teacher, to provide that space for others, because it's been so powerful and transformational for me and my teachers who've helped me do that, so that when I do take actions out in the world, they're calm, they're centered, they're directed, they're intentional. And I hope that can be the same for you as well, because this is a very chaotic. Unsettling, ungrounding time. So, thank you for taking the time to do your practice. Thank you for your service and care, and however you're helping out for other people. It's so needed right now. And I will do my best to continue to offer ways for you to get centered and grounded and connect to what truly matters to you through your practices. And today's class is a how to flow and meditation practice. To work with the fifth limb of yoga, Pratyahara, or sense withdrawal, taking time to go within just for an hour of your day. Then if you want to be fully engaged in everything happening, great. You'll be more effective. You'll be more focused. You'll be more connected to why you're doing it and how you can help and less reactive and pushed and pulled and triggered by other people and maybe other people's agendas or coloring of situations or fear or anxiety or whatever. We want to make sure that we're coming from that place of center when we take actions. So Pratyahara is all about that. And this comes from the Yoga Sutras, the 2000-year-old text that stood the test of time. They're all previous revolutions and transformations and changes. And it will stand the test of time through this as well. And again, thank you so much for taking the time to do your practice. I hope you find it helpful. And if you want to connect with me, if there's any way I can support that I'm not aware of, I'd love to hear. You can reach out to me at jeremy.quietmind on Instagram, or just send me an email, jeremy at quietmind.yoga. Thank you again for listening and doing your practice. I really appreciate you, and I'm really honored to be of service in some small way, and I hope you enjoy your practice today. Find a comfortable seat now, and find a little length in your spine, lift in your heart, shoulders, relax down your back. Begin to take a few slower, deeper breaths down to your lower belly. And we'll do a brief body scan here of just practicing bringing attention throughout your whole body. Sometimes you might not feel something in different areas. That's okay, that's very common, uh, but we'll do it now and then we'll do it at the end and see if anything has changed. Maybe it's a little easier towards the end of the practice. So just checking in with your feet without moving them, just noticing your mind muscle connection to your feet, your legs, Maybe you feel a little warmth or electrical energy or coolness, whatever temperature your legs are. Your hips. Lower back. And spine. And the front of your body. Arms. Their the hands, usually that's one that we can all feel quite a bit. There's a lot of uh, sensory feedback in the hands. And you can use that as a sort of template of what it feels like to have mind-muscle connection by feeling the awareness of your hands. Maybe you feel electrical tingling energy there. Maybe it's cold or hot or neutral. And then up to your neck and shoulders and to the head, all the way up to the top of your head. Then we'll move into our asana practice. Now moving over to hands and knees, and just start to make any movements that feel good for your spine, shoulders, hips, listening to your body, moving any way that feels good. I see you join us, Jane and Duncan, welcome. And we'll come into a neutral spine and we'll start with the wrist here. So point your fingers back towards your knees, palms facing down, and start to shift your weight back to stretch into your wrists and forearms. And You can lean a little left or right, ease into that. So again, it's easiest to have sensory awareness of the hands Because if you imagine like your, if your body was sized like how your brain sort of perceives it, your hands would be the biggest part of your body by far. Uh, So bringing attention there is kind of easy, so starting there. And then release that and come to hands and knees and tuck your toes to sit back onto your feet, stretching into your feet. And just shake out your wrists and forearms. And imagine that sensory awareness is moving up your hands into your forearms, into your arms. And then we'll interlace the fingers here and press the arms forward, rounding the back. Chin towards the chest, kind of like cat pose. And the more you lean back, the more pressure on your feet, which might feel better or worse. So you can always do less or more. And we'll let that go back to hands and knees. Release your feet. Now with the top of your left hand down on the ground, palm facing up, Start to shift your weight back, just your left hand, because this uh, is usually more intense on this side, or on this part of the hand. And then we'll like let that go and kind of shake out the wrist there. And other side, right palm faces up. Shift your weight back to stretch into the wrists and forearm here. And we'll let that go and shake out the hand. Now with the tops of your feet down, sit back onto your heels here and interlace your hands behind you. Lift your heart, reach your arms back. For some of you, this might not be quite as far. You might not be able to move your arms back. That's okay. But any amount in that direction, starting to open the shoulders into shoulder extension, heart lifting. And then we'll slowly let that go. And start to lean back onto your hands. So now you're getting more into the ankles and shins. And again, listen to your body. You might not go as far as I'm going, but you can lift one knee a little higher to accentuate that side. And then the other knee a little higher to accentuate that side. Now both knees lifting. And we start our balance here, engage your core to bring your hands to your heart, maybe one hand or both. Maybe even arms up like a Y, challenging your balance here. Now slowly lower back down, hands and knees, and shift our focus into the hips now, making circles of your left hip. Imagine that awareness you just brought into your feet is now moving up into your legs and your hips going both directions with these circles and we'll just lower back down hands and knees to the other side. If you're on a really hard surface and you want some padding under your knees you can put a little blanket under your knees or double up your mat but making circles here on this side for the hip joint. And then back to the hands and knees. Now to tuck your toes and ease into down dog, bending one knee at a time, left to right. And keep your left knee bent and press your right heel down to the ground. Your right heel might not touch, but still moving in that direction. The arms are about a shoulder width apart, like maybe a Y shape, not too close, not too wide and then switch, right knee bends, left heel presses down. Hold there. Imagine the awareness of your feet moving up your calves, hamstrings, and back to the center, down dog. Now here, bend your left knee and turn your right toes out about 45 degrees, as if they're in warrior two, and press your hips up and back to the right. So you're starting to get into the TFL, the tensor fasciolata, which is part of sort of the top of the IT band. And if you have IT band tension, uh, there's likely some tension here. And this is a great way to get into that area. And switch to the other side, right knee bends, left toes turn out. I know your shoulder is probably getting tired, but a little bit more here. couple of breaths. And then we'll come back to center. And back down to the hands and knees, all the way down to your stomach now to bring your hands out like spider legs. So uh, hands off your mat, elbows lifting over the wrists. So when you inhale, you come up like cobra. When you exhale, turn to your left, bring your right shoulder down. Continue with this pattern, inhaling to center, exhaling to the other side easing into the shoulders now imagine that sensory awareness that you built in the hands now moving up into the shoulders so you can almost imagine like if you how your brain sees your body with the hands being giant now the rest of the body is starting to match the hands so the shoulders and the arms becoming bigger in your sensory awareness We'll come back to the center, to the cobra position, hands under your shoulders, and we'll just float the hands off the ground here into a sort of baby cobra, strengthening the back, starting to build some strength in the back. Slightly bend your knees, point your toes. Now contracting the calves and hamstrings, some strength in the back of the legs. So as a lot of you know, I like to make sure we release the tensions that we start with and then we build mind-muscle connection activation and strength in the muscles and then later flexibility. And we'll let all that release down, back to either down dog or child's pose. Couple breaths here. And we'll come up to down dog for all of us. If you're in child's pose, back to down dog. And step your right foot forward. Bring your knee in towards your chest to step it forward. And left knee down into a lunge. As you inhale, sweep your arms up into Anjaneyasana, low lunge. Arms up like a Y or a W. Or you could have hands on your waist. So we start to release some tension here in the hip flexors in the front, the left hip. If you wanna go further here, well, let's all do this. Let's all bring the left hand down on the floor and open the right arm towards the ceiling. And you could stay right there or bend your back knee and grab your foot. All right, so now we're getting back to the legs and the hips, moving our awareness up into the hip flexors, front of the left thigh. and then we'll lower that back down if you had the knee bent. Back to the low lunge position with your hands on your waist this time and push your left foot into the floor. So you can imagine if the floor wasn't there, your foot would be kicking through the floor, but because the floor is there, it's resistance and your hips and uh, hip flexors get stronger here. So you're contracting and activating the hip flexors now where we just stretched. Building more mind muscle connection here in the commonly tense area. And then we'll lower the hands, step forward to a forward fold. And you can bend one knee at a time. Just gentle, simple movements here. Maybe your left leg feels a little more open now. Just noticing that contrast. Step your right knee back in down. Anjaneyasana here, low lunge, any arm variation, starting to build energy. And it comes from the center out. It's awareness through your whole body, the arms, the legs. And then we'll all lower the hands down, right hand, off your mat to the right. Left arm opens up towards the ceiling. Stay here or... Bend your back knee. Grab your foot. Focus again the front of the right hip, bringing awareness here. A few slow, deep breaths. And then we'll come back to that low lunge we were just in. Hands on the waist. And again, push the top of your right foot down into the ground as you slightly shift your hips forward, creating a contraction of your hip flexors. So this was something I learned. I was uh, getting, I had low back pain off and on a few years ago, and I went to get body work. And she said, your hip flexors are really tight. And I was like, that's impossible. I do yoga every day. There's no way. My hips are tight because so I stretch them all the time. And I learned that actually they were tight because they were weak, and I wasn't doing any sort of strengthening like we're doing right here, uh, so we need strength to have flexibility or the muscles will get tight and then we'll slowly lower the hands down and step forward, forward fold, and here you can just kind of hang out, you can bend one knee at a time if you felt if you like that TFL stretch, bending one knee at a time can get back into that area, the outer hip. or if you want more of a hamstring stretch, just keeping the leg straight. It's a great way to do that. So now we'll step the left leg back one more time to focus on the hamstrings and IT band here. Shift your weight back to straighten your right knee. Again, imagine that awareness has gone from your feet, your calves now into your hamstrings and glutes, the back of the leg. Long spine here and we'll Kind of just hang out here, folding over the leg any amount, feeling the lengthening and releasing of any tension you're starting with. You might need blocks here under your hands, that's totally fine. Or you have your hand up on your thigh, just don't want to hyperextend your knee where it locks out. Now we'll do that activation sort of thing here. So bend your right knee, digging your heel down and back into the mat. And you'll feel the back of your leg contracting now So again, if the floor wasn't here, my leg would be coming right back to kneeling. But because the floor is there, there's resistance and the leg can build strength. And then we'll straighten that out again, lengthening the hamstrings again. Maybe it feels a little more lax. That's usually what it feels like for me when you contract and release like that. Uh, But now we'll walk the hands over to the right outside of the foot. And again, you might use props here into the outer leg, IT band, outer hip. And then we'll slowly come back to the center and just step up to the front of the mat, forward fold. And maybe your right leg feels a little more open than your left now. And then we'll switch to the other side. Step your right knee back and down. Straighten your left leg any amounts. Half splits pose. Ardha Hanumanasana. We'll hold and breathe here. Focusing on the releasing of tension first. So not trying to get our deepest stretch yet. But just starting to... Uh, Bring awareness up the back of the leg. And it's easy to feel and bring the tension to the body when we have something going on there. But the more we practice this, the easier it is to have awareness of the body, even when we're not stretching or moving as much. But now we'll do that bend in the knee, digging the heel in, contracting the back of the leg. So keep an equal pressure down and back towards your tail to contract the left hamstrings and calves. This is also building some strength in the ankle joint and the foot as well. And then we'll slowly straighten the leg out again, folding over the leg. Maybe you feel a sort of release of tension That contraction helps turn off the stretch receptors so the muscles are more receptive to stretching. And walk your hands out to the left, IT band stretch. And then we'll come back to the center and step up to forward fold. And just notice left and right Maybe they feel a little more equal now. And with a bend in your knees, engage your core to roll up one vertebrae at a time to standing, head comes up last. You could reach your arms up like a, a circle or up through the center, and then bring your hands to the heart in mountain pose. Kind of walk your feet out. Find where neutral is for your legs. Your toes might turn out a little bit or point straight ahead, whatever feels natural for you. If you want to have legs together, you can do that as well. And from here, we'll start to move with the breath now, linking those movements that we've already done as you inhale, reach your arms up. Exhale, forward fold. Breath is primary with these movements. Inhale, half lift, about five seconds, inhale. And exhale, step back to plank about five seconds on each exhale. Hold for an inhale. Exhale all the way down to your stomach. Inhale, low cobra, hand float, bend the back knee. And facing dog, As you exhale. Hold here for a couple of breaths. You can bend one knee at a time, you could hold still. So again, in the eight limbs of yoga, pranayama follows asana. And this is sort of our pranayama practice now, linking breath and movement. So we're getting the asana and the pranayama together here. Inhale, right leg back. Exhale, step forward into a low lunge, left knee down. Inhale, sweep your arms up like a Y. Exhale, lower hand, step forward, forward fold. Inhale, half lift, lengthen your spine, lift your heart. Exhale, plank. Hold as you inhale. Exhale all the way down to your stomach. Inhale, totally, while your hands are made couple breaths here. Next, inhale, left leg back. Exhale, forward, low lunge, right knee down. Inhale, sweep your arms up. Exhale, lower hand, step forward, forward, pull. Inhale, half lift, lengthen your spine. Exhale, Forward Fold. Inhale, reach all the way up, arms overhead. And exhale, hands to heart. Continue. Inhale, reach the arms up. Exhale, Forward Fold. Inhale, Half Lift. Exhale, Plank. Hold for an inhale. Exhale, chaturanga or belly. Inhale, cobra or up dog. Exhale, down dog. Hold and breathe here for a moment. Next, inhale, right leg straight back. Exhale, forward high lunge. Inhale, sweep your arms up back, knees lifted. And exhale, lower hands, plank pose. Hold for an inhale. Exhale, chaturanga or belly. Inhale, cobra or up dog. And exhale, down dog. Hold and breathe here for a moment. Next, inhale, left leg back. Exhale, step forward, lunge. Inhale, sweep your arms up, high lunge. Exhale, lower hand, step forward, forward fold. Inhale, half lift. Exhale, forward fold. Inhale, reach all the way up. And exhale, hands to heart. Really good, everyone. We'll inhale to reach the arms up, adding on. Chair pose, as you exhale, hold and breathe here for a moment. Couple breaths. Next, exhale, forward fold. Inhale, half lift. Exhale, plank pose hold for here and bring your right hand a little forward from center for side plank stacking your feet or right knee down and side plank pose and now your uh yeah, your left leg could lift here if you want a little more challenge and then we'll slowly come back to center to the other side side plank Your right leg could lift here if you want more challenge. And then we'll slowly lower back down all the way to your stomach for locust pose, shalabhasana. Arms reach back, palms face down, heart lifting, straight legs, straight arms. And then slowly lower back down, downward facing dog. you inhale lift your right leg back open your hip this time and hold there with a bend in your knee like you're trying to move your heel to touch your tail and your knee to touch where the wall meets the ceiling behind you and step that all the way up to warrior two back heel turns down arms out like a T very nice Make sure your front knee is tracking towards your front middle toes. Your arms are equal height, equal effort. Shoulder blades slightly together and down on your back, strengthening your upper back. But again, in this series, breath breath is primary here right now. Palms turn up, reverse warrior, reach back, create a side bend in your right ribs here. And then float your hands down to chaturanga, up dog, down dog, or right to down dog. Very nice, everybody. Left leg back, open your left hip here. Hold and breathe. Again, trying to move your left heel towards your tail and your knee towards the connection of the wall and ceiling behind you. And step your left foot all the way up to warrior two, back heel down, arms out like a T. Front knee tracking straight ahead. Nice, Vanessa. And you can imagine you're trying to pull your mat apart with your feet, so the feet press down and apart. Shoulder blades together and down on your back. And now palms turn up, reverse warrior. Feeling your breath fill up the left ribs, intercostal muscles, filling your whole body with awareness in this sequence. And next exhale, float your hands down, vinyasa or right to down dog. So again, you can go chaturanga, up dog, down dog, if you want. Very nice, everybody, and then we'll step or hop to the front of the mat, forward fold. As you inhale, lift halfway up, lengthen your spine, and exhale, forward fold, round your back. Chair pose, hold and breathe here for a moment, and chair again. Arms can be like a Y or hands at your heart. Your feet can be together or hips distance, what feels natural for you. Next, inhale, rise up to stand, reach your arms up, and exhale, hands to heart. Inhale to reach your arms up. Exhale to forward fold. Inhale, half lift. And exhale to plank pose again, hold and plank. We'll do the side plank again, right hand a little forward from center, stacking your feet, or right knee down. Now if your right knee is down, lift your left leg and bend your knee. If your right leg is straight, step your left foot to the floor behind you. That's it. So you can go into a backbend version of this, and then we'll come back down to the other side. Perfect, everyone. Everyone I could see at least. We'll go to the other side, same thing. Starting with a side plank, you can have the knee down or leg straight, and then you can come into some version of a back bend here, lifting the right leg and maybe catching the foot or foot to the floor behind you. That's it, Jane, yep. And then we'll come back down all the way to your stomach. Into locust or bow pose. So you can do any of the back bends we've done, or you can bend your knees and grab your feet here in bow pose. So you progressively open the hip flexors here in the front of the hips. Very nice, everybody. A little bit more here. And slowly release. Back to downward facing dog. Lift your right leg straight back. <clears throat> Step it forward into a high lunge. And now imagine you're doing locust pose here. Arms reach back, heart lifts, and lean forward to lift off warrior three. And you might start like a diagonal line, but eventually more parallel to the floor. Think locust pose in your back. Awareness of the whole body. Focus your eyes on a single spot. And then we'll slowly lower back to the lunge. Warrior two. back heel turns down. And bring your left hand to your left hip and your right hand to the right corner of your mat, or if you have a block, put it there, to Half Moon Pose, lifting the back leg parallel to the floor. And then will slowly come back down, warrior two. Very nice, everybody. And now reverse warrior again, palms face up, reach back. And keep this length in your right side as you straighten your right knee. And come into triangle pose. Right hand inside your ankle or to the block again. Triangle pose. Your left arm can be reaching straight up or wrap around your back. You can look down to stretch the left shoulder or up to strengthen the neck. Then we'll come back to warrior two here, just for a moment, and straighten the front knee again for revolve triangle. So now your left arm reaches up, forward, and down inside of your foot, and your right hand comes to your low back, to turn to your right. So you might need to adjust your stance here a little bit to find this, but you want both legs straight, the spine long, and then if your spine can stay long, your right arm reaches up towards the ceiling. Revolve triangle. This gets a great IT band stretch as well. Um, Good. And then we'll slowly lower back down and step back to vinyasa or right to down dog. No rush. And your down dog here, imagine your awareness, your breath can infuse your whole body head to toe, hands to feet. Left leg back as you inhale, exhale forward into a lunge, setting up for high lunge again, nice, into the locust arms, lifting your heart, so arms reach back for this one, yep, just like locust, and hinge forward to lift your back leg any amount, and your palms facing down towards the floor might be a little easier, Vanessa, just see how it feels for you, Main thing here is your shoulder blades retract and depress. Shoulder blades together and down. Heart lifts. Back leg lifts. Your back glutes need to be very strong here to get you up into the pose. Right right glutes activating. And then slowly lower back down into the lunge. Warrior two. Arms out like a T. Back heels down. And then bring your right hand to your right hip your left hand to the left corner or a block. Half moon pose. Good, Jane, I think you could lift a little bit more in your back leg. Nice, perfect. Sue Ellen, I think you're leaning a little bit too far. You want that block more to the left side of your mat instead of the right side. Yeah, and good. And you can keep practicing that, but the rest of us will slowly come back down here to warrior two. And turn your palms up, reverse warrior, reaching back. Notice the length in your uh, ribs here and the intercostal muscles. Keep that as you straighten your front knee, go further back and hinge at your hip to Triangle Pose, Trikonasana. So your legs create a triangle shape. Your torso creates a sort of triangle shape with your arm. Ron, you're going the other way. So you want your left hand inside your ankle. And yeah, and left leg straight if you can here, or moving towards straight. And then we'll come back up to warrior two to straighten the front knee and reach your right arm up, forward and down inside of your foot. And this might be more leaning out away from the foot or closer in if you're more flexible. And left hand on your low back to rotate into revolve triangle. Very nice. Right. Cynthia, just the other way, so it's a twist. Uh, so your legs were right, just your arms. Uh, so bring your left arm down to the floor inside your foot. Other way. <laughs> and your left arm down inside your foot. There you go, perfect. And then we'll come back down and vinyasa or right to down dog. And you can go to vinyasa if you want there. Yep. And child's pose for all of us. So now we've brought awareness to the whole body, built strength, balance, flexibility arms, legs, hips and shoulders. We'll Do one last little active thing with the core and then we'll go into some deeper flexibility and the Pratyahara practice, the sense withdrawal, moving attention more inward, more meditative. So let's come up to the hands and knees together here. And the same thing we've done the last couple of weeks, real simple, this is, you know, I don't like doing a ton of crunches to strengthen my core, I'd rather do simple things. Uh, so from hands and knees, round your back like cat pose, draw your navel in so you feel some activation in your belly here, and lift your knees any amount off the floor, keeping that sort of pushing in your arms, rounding in your back. And if you want more challenge here, you could have the tops of your feet down and lift your knees that way. Hold and breathe, even sort of dig your fingers in. We'll activate more internal heat, more core strength here. Also strengthen your wrists and hands if you dig your fingers in. And we'll slowly let that go and extend the spine into a cow pose, just sort of releasing that tension. And again, round your back any version of that. You can have the knees down or knees lifted. Dig your fingers in, grip strength, wrists and forearm strength, core strength. If you want a little more challenge now, with your toes tucked, you can lift one foot off the floor and maybe the opposite hand off the floor. This is mostly just for Susan and Alex. I know how you are. <laughs> and then we'll come back down to the other side if you're doing that Uh, so opposite knee and leg and arm lifting if you're doing that the rest of you if you're tired you can rest Uh, but then we'll all come down to cow pose again letting go of that effort extending the spine into anahatasana now the heart chakra pose arms out like a y hips stay over your knees into a big back bend. And you could have your forehead down or your chin down if you're feeling more open here. And then we'll all come up to hands and knees. Make circles of your right hip like we did earlier. And bring your right knee to your right wrist for pigeon pose. So you can sort of tuck your back toes, shift your hips back, and lower down to elbows or hands. And if there's any other version of pigeon you want to do, you can do that on your back. Or maybe if you have any knee issues, doing the 90 degree version of pigeon might feel better for you. Or if you just want more energy, more activation, you can sit up tall. We'll have about five more breaths here. For Jane and Ron, you're doing the more active version. You could even sort of push your shin into the floor and get more strengthening of your outer hips if you want to. And then we'll all just slowly transition back to hands and knees. And same side, make circles of your right hip from hands and knees like you did before. Just noticing maybe it feels a little easier, a little less tense. And we'll go over to the other side now. Left leg, make circles both directions, so you're lubricating the hip joint here, it functions best when you can move like that, and then bring your left knee towards your left wrist. Any version of pigeon pose, you can always go to your back and do that version, the figure four on your back if you want. We'll slowly start to come back up again to the hands and knees to move the left leg in circles and back to neutral to sitting. It's a comfortable seated posture here. And we'll bring the soles of the feet together, knees apart. Long spine, and you could stay right there or fold over the legs. If there's any limitation, pain, or sensitivity, put some blocks or support under your knees or scoot your feet further forward to decrease the intensity there. as always with these deeper poses 60 to 80 percent of your edge so if it's painful it's too far not worth it but if it feels kind of easy and just a little challenging that's the sweet spot where you'll keep increasing flexibility Then we'll start to sit back up. And keep your left foot in, extend your right leg out, long spine, and fold over your right leg. Janusha Shasana, head to knee pose. You could frame the leg or the foot. You can grab the foot. Again, only do what feels about 60 to 80% of your edge, not 100%, not forcing anything. Consistency is way more valuable than intensity when it comes to building length in the body and flexibility. Just doing a little bit every day goes a long way. Now slowly go up to the other side. Janusya Shasana, head towards the knee. New version of the arms here. Now slowly back up. And both legs extend out. Lean back on your hands to lift your heart. You could stay right there or point your toes. Lift your hips to reverse plank. And if you want a little more there, you could lift one leg, keeping the glutes active and lifting. If you're lifting a leg, switch. It's another ankle strengthening thing here. And then lower, back down. Now here, bend your right knee and with your left hand, grab outside of the foot to extend the leg. So this gets into the IT band. Once the leg is straight here, it's okay if your back around for this one, but you can stay just like that or add some core strength and balance here, leaning back to lift your left leg, kind of like boat pose. And you can add a little more if you want. Open your right arm out to the right, lift your heart like a twist, and then slowly come back down and switch legs, left knee bends, grab outside of the foot to extend the leg, it's okay if your back rounds and you get the IT band stretch for this one, outer left leg, stay here or any of those variations. And slowly lower back down. And we'll come back to sitting comfortably here. Tall spine, hands on your knees. Just make any movements of your spine, shoulders, upper back and neck. All directions. Whatever feels good for you. Just freeing up some movement here. Doesn't matter what it looks like. And back to a neutral spine, finding a little lift in the center of your chest, shoulder blades slightly down and together, and move your neck in circles, just your neck now, any way that feels good. And back to center, to a neutral spine, and here a little bit of the meditation. So your hands can be down on your knees, more grounding, palms up, more energizing, or hands resting on your lap, more centering, whatever feels right for you here. But either focus your eyes on a single spot or let your eyes close to move towards this practice of Pratyahara. So from the asana to the pranayama breathing practices, to sense withdrawal, bringing your attention inward. So all of our senses are designed for us to take in the external world, to see things outside of us, to taste things outside of our bodies, to smell things, Uh, just to touch, to hear. But we can also bring those uh, senses more inward We can close the eyes. We can imagine we can listen within the body and feel within the body's interoception, what's happening inside the body. And we'll just do a brief body scan like we did at the beginning to your feet, just noticing your mind-muscle connection, awareness of your feet. Even imagine the feet lighting up with an electrical impulse from your brain to your feet, into your lower legs, calves and shins, your upper legs, the thighs and hamstrings. Pelvis and hips, base of your spine. The core, it's your belly, your low back, and the sides. Each of these areas lighting up with awareness. All of your back, spine, the muscles of the back. and the front of your body, belly, ribs, and chest. And both of your arms, the shoulders down to the wrists, to the hands, palms of the hands, back of the hands. whole body lighting up with awareness, presence, up to your neck and shoulders, to the head and the top of the head. So we take in prana, life force from how we move and think and act. But there's also a sort of life force energy that we build just by bringing awareness to the present moment and into the body. Where over time, maybe right now, you start to feel sort of satiated, content, at ease. Like your body is just filled with life force just by bringing attention to it. So your attention is your most valuable asset and resource. Now you're welcome to stay in meditation the last couple minutes or come down to Shavasana or any last resting pose if you want. We'll have about three minutes to close the practice. And to really support your sense withdrawal, bringing your attention inward, I'll be silent for the next couple minutes here. But I can't promise your dog won't climb on you. Now before we move, just noticing your body, whole body and your awareness. So anytime throughout the week ahead, if you feel out of alignment, contracted, tense, or just need to recenter, you have this sort of foundation that you cultivated today to come back to what it feels like to be open, aware of your whole body, connected to your whole body and aware when things bring you out of that connection. Mm. You can choose to adjust your schedule and your uh, commitments accordingly. And start to move any way that feels good to eventually come back to a comfortable seated posture, no rush, you can start with small movements, mm. ease back up to sitting. Come back to where we started. Noticing if anything has changed for you. And we'll take a moment to close our practice with hands together at the heart. Bow the mind to the heart and to each other. Thank you all for practicing today. Namaste.